Hey, thank you so much for dragging yourself out from under your bed and joining us once more for the 2015 Big Footy Blues podcast, episode 10. Joining me in my misery, it's Shandog. Hello. Happy dude. And Bluebell is back again. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm really, really happy. I, I picked the right week, didn't I? Guys, good on you for actually coming in. Um, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know how much how much lower we can go, but um, look, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about the game just yet. Let's just do a little bit of um, blues news. Well, blues news, but it's also a little bit of board talk and a little bit of talk about big footy blues. First thing I've got to do is, um, as I as I did on the boards during the day, is uh, give some kudos to the club. Um, I mentioned last week on the podcast that uh, we had approached the club, uh, Shandog and I, looking for access to players for our podcast, and we hadn't heard anything back, and we were a little bit disappointed. And um, boy, do I look stupid because we have heard back, and the club has granted us access to young players one a month uh, to appear on our podcast and we're looking forward to it not sure when it's going to start but that is huge news for our podcast Woo! Yeah, exciting very stuff. exciting people power <laughs> i'm sure we flooded them with emails and calls <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought they needed to do something to sort of keep whatever small member base that they're going to have at the end of the year <laughs> At this stage, I believe that um, players who don't get to play in the seniors get to come on the podcast, so they're all putting their hands up for the podcast at the moment. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so it's not the uh, thread. No. <laughs> uh, look, other other news around the club. A um, bit of talk that uh, Carlton have approached James H. Mm. You want to hear that? It was. Uh, we heard that, but wasn't that slapped down by both H's manager and uh, some Carlton staff? I think it might be slapped down in, a, in, in, in the sense that we didn't actually approach him directly, but uh, that doesn't mean there isn't some talk going on with the uh, management behind the scenes. That story was pretty loud. Yeah, um, I, I hope we have because we need to start being more proactive in recruiting young talent, getting them to the club because we constantly, year after year, see young players get picked up by other clubs because they're simply first to it and put a better <laughs> offer forward than we do. We just sit on our hands and wait for the off-season. I don't understand yeah. why um, um, clubs like denying this stuff anyway. I mean, we all know that that it happens and we kind of expect our teams to do it anyway because what sort of stupid team, I know we're Carlton, what sort of stupid team wouldn't actually follow <laughs> through with these sort of things and, and try and get into players' ears and stuff like that. So uh, I just don't understand what's... And it just fuels people as well. They go, oh, look, they're denying it. It must have happened. Who cares? It probably well, did. doesn't matter. <laughs> That's exactly what someone who would have done that would have said. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. Liam Pickering um, confirmed it today, guys. He just said that Carlton hadn't spoken directly to him, um, as in to the player, but they'd definitely spoken to, um, to the manager. Yeah, so it was semantics yeah. rubbish, and it's probably yeah, it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I read today uh, 
couple of things. I saw that um, Mark Murphy and uh, Bryce Gibbs in front of the media today, a uh, bit of a show yeah. of unity, um, both said, hey, you know, we've got five, we had uh, was it five year and four year contracts, uh, mm. respectively. Um, so obviously we want so to stay. No, no, and no, no, no. Basically, you can't get rid of us. And and they all confirmed that too that they didn't want to get rid of them too. So yeah, yeah, it was funny because they actually said that uh, Mark Lejudice uh, refused to rule out trading them uh, when the actual wordings <laughs> pretty much says we're not trading them. Um, I also note that um, Mlo said that his uh, advice to Mick would be to win some games. Uh, doesn't that fly in the face of our um, our rebuilding once again? Because that's just going to bring back in the uh, the older players and uh, not play so many young players. So um, the mixed messages continue. The worse we get, the, the the more mixed the messages become. I wonder if Emlo wrote that down and put it in mixed suggestion box, win some games, because I don't know <laughs> if that would have crossed his mind at some point during the preseason. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, on a on another potentially positive note, uh, Bailey Rice had another BOG in the in the uh, TAC Cup. So um, going great guns. He's he's only at this stage in the Phantom Drafts tipped to be sort of maybe a second rounder, but um, he's he's that's I think it's two best on grounds in a row. He's uh, he's pulled off. Uh, he obviously has a choice between Carlton and St Kilda as far as. Um, as far as father's son selection goes, um, being the son of Dean Rice, um, but uh, grew up a Carlton supporter, so fingers crossed we may actually pick up a couple of extra. We've got a, we've got a, a couple of father sons coming through this year, but we might might be a, a way to actually get back in the draft and pick up a couple of players a little bit cheaper than they otherwise would be taken. So mm. as long as they're good players, I don't care who they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. I've avoided it long enough. Oh, hang on. Um, We've still oh, got wait, the wait, wait, story wait, wait, wait. of the day. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's news. Story news, of the news. day. What is going on with, uh, with, with Captain Carlton and the... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Captain Carlton was involved. I, I, he probably actually it would make sense that he is. Yeah, it um, was, so, <laughs> breaking news. Uh, this is reading from uh, the Fox Footy AFL, uh, Fox Sports website. The headline is, Carlton's hovercraft flips into the Yarra River, is forced to be pulled out. <laughs> Um, just the, the first paragraph here. Uh, and you thought Carlton's season had hit its lowest point. Well, now it's plummeted to new despairing debts. Seemingly the only thing the Blues had going for them this year, the club's recently revived hovercraft flipped while floating on Melbourne's Yarra River on Monday and had to be dragged to shore by machinery forces. And there are some lovely photos of here of the, um, the hovercraft being very unceremoniously removed from the water. Um, and I just, I love this. The very first comment on the article absolutely nails it from uh, some bloke named Andrew. Shout out to you. I'm sure you're listening. The symbolism really speaks for itself. Go Lions. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> oh, oh, it would if some players were on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's me being cheeky. I've, I've had enough. Yeah, the, the, the club making bad decision after bad decision. <laughs> just, just, just when we couldn't make any more bad decisions outside of the draft trade period and match committee, we decided to put the hovercraft on the arrow in gale force winds. <laughs> There's a picture of a crane like pulling this thing out of the water. The only way it could be any better is if Kathy Carlton is standing beside it on the phone to like NRMA. <laughs> Oh, like, if, his ankle, if his ankle's tangled in something, he's just dangling from the whole <laughs> Oh, how good. Uh, just, just when we thought we wouldn't make another turnover to round seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get away, just getting the arrow and go. 
Uh, let's sit right back in here, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Time for The Weekend Wake. This is The Weekend Wake. So on Sunday afternoon at Eddie Head, Carlton Mothers all decked out in their uh, navy blue finest, looking forward with anticipation. <laughs> I can't spread it any thicker than that. Carlton, have, Carlton officially bottomed out, according to Mick Malthouse, when the winless Brisbane Lions overran us to win 12-12-84-11-9-75. Goals for Carlton, Casbolt 4, Bella Murphy 2, Cripps, Judd and Jones singles. Best uh, named in the best for Carlton were Bell, Kernow, Judd, Gibbs, Doherty, and Casbolt. Uh, Simpson was a late out uh, of the side, and uh, Clem Smith came in for a full game. Um, how'd the young guys go? Cripps Someone's continues worried. to impress me. <laughs> that is all. Clem Smith commits himself hard to the contest. Yeah, it's also good. There were a few um, positives. Yeah, no, you, you can you can sit there and you can pick out a few positives in amongst the sea of negatives. Oh, I, okay, one one major positive then. Okay, silver lining stuff. Um, we could see it in the preseason, and he has been fairly consistent so far this year. But Tommy Bell has really arrived as an AFL midfielder. Mm. Accumulates possessions, kicks goals, leaves bodies in his wake. Um, I'm really impressed with him. He's been a, a shining light for us. Yeah. He almost yeah. killed a guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah Rob, was it Robertson yeah. into the fence? Yeah, yeah. Glad he was all right. Yeah, same. Yeah, no, he he's um, disposal has picked up um, heaps, Tommy Bell, and um, his awareness seems a lot better. He's not getting caught with the ball, which is great. I think that was clearly identified to him. Something he needed to work on. Because I think he's mentioned it in the media as well. But yeah, he's he's um, doing a lot of work around the ground and hitting um, hitting the scoreboard, which is just fantastic because a lot of people. Um, thought he had a lot of potential, and he seems to be showing it now, which is great. He's still still um, inexperienced as well, so good for him. I'm glad. Uh, youngsters Mark Wiley, Patrick Cripps, and Clem Smith were all charged with engaging in a melee. Uh, at half <laughs> melee. Oh, was that really a melee? <laughs> oh my god! That, I was just sitting there watching it, and I thought that's going to be the weakest. Like this at halftime, I've ever seen in my life, and it was really indicative of, of ours in the Lions season. The amount of well, that went into that melee was absolutely atrocious. Well, I didn't, I didn't really see who was involved in it. I wasn't really paying attention to the players involved, but I, I find it there are three very inexperienced players, or yeah, ones no, getting fined. They're flying the flag for Carlton. Oh, yeah. I wasn't um, even caught flying the flag. It was all a whole bunch of walking up to the opposition player and going, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> <laughs> That's all that happened. I can't believe there's well, any fines being being laid in that. Well, I mean, they've picked out they picked out fines for three of them, those but, three guys, and uh, they three or four lines. To well. them, I guess. Like their, their language <laughs> must have been particularly it. offensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you commoner! Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they must have been the worst of uh, the worst of the ones in, involved in it. That's all I can say. So, mm. not not have been much, but. Uh, um, Obviously, that, the senior players weren't really interested. That wet lettuce leaf pillow fight of a halftime brawl spurred something on in Brisbane. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I spurred something on into Brisbane because they went on. They'd won one quarter for the whole year before yeah. they played us. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was in round one. They won the third quarter, I think, in round one. I mean, Bokos oh, right, was right. okay. Let's get back positive again. This is sad. Yeah, no, Bokos. I mean, oh, but he's, he copped some criticism after the game in our... Uh, in our See, I thought that was a little unjustified. You know, I thought there was... Yeah, he, he needs really time tried. To, yeah, he needs time to adjust to the pace of AFL level. Yeah, but he's, he's, got, he's got footy smarts, mm. that's for sure. Um, and he needs to back himself in a little bit more, I think. But he's he... Uh, he will at least be um, an AFL level footballer. Yeah, I completely um, agree with you. Unlike other people, yeah, so, look, he like, dropped an easy, he dropped an easy mark, and people remember that stuff, and they yeah, make that yeah. uh, representative of, of the whole game. But then they forget about the rest of the effort. So, kind of uh, like Joe. Really I, I remember, I remember <laughs> Jernahan kicking a ball out on the full that he probably shouldn't have. Yeah, he couldn't so, kick though. But yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, even the best. Uh, well, it's Shandog, you're on a uh, you're on a Liam Jones vent there, mate. We we were talking a little bit about this before we started you're the podcast a Liam Jones as well. Defender. I'm not a yeah. Liam Jones defender. I like to think of myself as a Liam Jones realist. Um, <laughs> so, in, encouraging, encouraging. The glass is half full, is twice as big as it oh, needs wow. to be. <laughs> if you were a Liam Jones defender, Shandog, you'd own him. <laughs> That's it. Well, you know, look, I just think that people. People might be magnifying the negatives that he's... And I'm not yep. saying he's had, like, a great game. But we've played six games this season. I'd say he's had good games or, you know, passable games, two, maybe three at a stretch. Um, he, has, he, hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't dominated a game at all. Um, but this is where I think the, the little bit of realism has got to come into it. We were expecting him to be a third tall, you know, he'd be, he'd be there behind Kaz and Henderson and he'd be leading out into space and they'd be taking the grabs and he might chip in with a goal or two a game. And I, I remember people at the start of the season saying, um, predict how many goals you think players will kick. And people were chalking him down for 40, 30 or 40, um, as the vast majority of people were saying. In fact, and a lot of people were going lower than that. And he's probably tracking at that pace. Um, there's yeah. still, there's parts of his game that he needs to pick up and people, especially who go to the ground and, and, um, post talking about, um, work ethic off the ball and stuff like that. Um, I could see a little bit of what they were saying from TV in the first few rounds. It looks like he's picked it up a bit to me, but I'm just sort yeah. of wondering whether our expectations are letting a bit of a group mentality run away and just create that whipping boy thing. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you want to it, go first, Pan? Or... <laughs> okay, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, just to bear out that work rate, he did actually, he, he was actually inside our defensive 50 at one point. We moved the ball forward. Uh, Jones was there in the inside, well inside our forward 50 to take the mark over the top. Um, and they, um, they they highlighted that, the commentary team highlighted that work rate coming up through the middle there. So he, um, he does have a work rate sometimes that you don't see. Um, but it, it, as you said, it's just, the stuff, the really noticeable stuff that we remember. And I will say for a 70 gamer, you do expect more, and I fully concede that as well. Well, I was with you, Shandog, up until yesterday because when you're leading forward, you've got to put your hands out to mark the bloody ball, and he did not do that once yesterday. Um, I just, it's really frustrating. He runs to the wrong spot, so I'm just, yeah, I, I just struggle to see that he can get a game with us. He couldn't even get a game with the Bulldogs last year, and they were terrible last year. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm not sure whether how long you can persist with him as opposed to bringing in somebody else, like a Holman or something like that. He's probably getting by by the fact that none of our forwards have got decent service at all as well. So 
they're probably taking that into account, saying, well, look, yeah, okay, Jones is getting in the wrong positions or he's dropped a couple that he should have taken, hasn't kicked straight, but you know what? He's, he's only had the ball kicked to him four times in the game, so... Yeah, that, oh, so that'd be good enough for me if, if we drafted him or, you know, and we tried or to... Or he was 19. We, we traded yeah. for this guy, like... <laughs> well, we barely, barely did. So. Yeah, but barely. still, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. no, well, I understand we, the we, frustration. He, yeah, he was bad before we got him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't done anything to change my opinion. When you look at the likes of Bryce Gibbs you know, kicking for at about 50% uh, disposal efficiency for the year or something like that, um, and he's usually our best um, ball user inside 50. Um, and, and the fact that our that our forward line is always choked up and we are bombing it on top of their heads. So the only player capable in it down there of actually taking a mark is Casbolt because that's his strength. Um, Plus Yaron was it, shut it, down it, his first couple of games and then suspended. Yeah, Yaron's having it, the best season. <laughs> it, 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 there's absolutely no place for a leading forward in our lineup. Not his fault completely because we just—it's not. We don't have a game plan that actually um, suits her. Yeah, yeah. But even of, when you see him on a ground playing with a team that does have a game plan, it involves leading forward. Like I watched him play last year, he isn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I've seen him play in a different environment. He's just not very good. Happy Happy Dad is labouring the point. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Look, I, while we're talking tall forwards, I'm, I'm going I'm to say something here. Levi Casbolt, leave him in the friggin' side. Yep. Uh, I agree. Uh, oh, well done, he, Denim. I like Denim's game. He, he, he's just, <laughs> that I'm, took me a minute. That's it. He's a target. We don't have any others. He's a target. He's, he, he structures. He, he'll actually go out beyond 50, 60, 70, and he'll take that mark so we don't break down across half forward. He, he, he's actually working around the ground when he's in the ruck and actually, you yeah. know, I think I think at one point he came out and took a defensive mark uh, out in front of the others. He reads the ball so well, and yeah, his kicking for goal has has let him down. But he kicked four goals, so now and again yeah. he's actually going to get it right, and he's going to make a difference. Yeah, so I'm while. I'm prepared to get frustrated by by Levi kicking, buddy. You know, zero goals, three behinds, and four out of bounds on a given night, and losing a game that way, just for the fact that he's actually leading the whole AFL in contested marks. Mm, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, and, and we can't take a mark apart from him to save ourselves. So yeah. just stop getting reactive to the things, the one thing that he can't do, and look at all the other stuff that he does do as far as work rate and effort and passion. And, you know, uh, boy, did he show a bit of passion. He also showed that they have been working quite hard on his kicking technique. So well done to Savrocker and Carlton for finally yeah, getting else. someone in. Um, yeah, the yeah, looked a lot nicer. He was yeah. a lot more compact in the movement. Um, it all looked like it was a bit more fluid, straighter, had less moving parts, and um, and looked much much better. And he, he kicked them straight. You know, amazing. Yeah, there were um, two two words there that um, that ODN brought up that remind me of something else that happened in the game, and that was when he said defensive mark. Um, why can't our backmen take a mark inside defensive fifty? They've always got to punch it. Yeah. yeah. Like even, when, even when there's no, yeah, when there's no no um, opposition player, they and the, or they can get two hands to the ball. They'd rather go the two fist punch than a grab. Yeah, Roe and Doherty have taken a few. Doherty more so. Um, Roe's taken a couple marks when he's floated yeah, across the, in front, yeah. but too often in it's the, just in been the past up. they have. Yeah. but as of late, it's just not happening at all anymore. I think Roe might have got one that I can remember in the the game just gone by. Maybe Doc got a couple yeah. as well. But yeah, otherwise they've just been. It's, yeah, they'd it's rather go two fisted punch. Yeah, that self-preservation mode sort of don't want to take a risk. 
just get it out of the, get it out of my area sort of thing. And I think that's indicative of what the whole whole side's doing out at the moment on the field. And that's why we're not working together as a team. Um, another one of our talls, um, Christian Jacks. Um, he was he he was pretty shaky. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to bag him out. This again, no. this is a this is the point we're making, and this is probably the point that Shan's yeah. making about Liam Jones. Christian Christian Jacks is a is a third tall defender. And learn he's, he's he's got his training wheels on. Yeah, he's, um, he's got to learn. He's a kid. Like I'll, it, he, he gets heaps of leeway. He just some of his he's stuff he does reminds me of Bauer. But <laughs> yep. we'll see. Jamison and Henderson out of that side. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Rose, not that experienced to back backman. He's played there for one year, um, and Jack is, is is having to hold down that um, that other key post. Um, Just like Bauer look, did. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it, it's 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 throwing him under the bus a little bit, but by necessity. Um, I think he I think he improved a little bit uh, in the second half. He started off pretty slowly, but um, and he ended up with eighteen possessions. So he is getting the ball. Um, just a little bit uh, nervous as far as holding his marks and his um, his the disposal skills that we know he possesses uh, mm. were a little bit off, but uh, I'm I'm more concerned about the likes of uh, Andrew Walker. He's been woeful the two days yep. two games he's, since he's come back. He's now he's my favourite player in the Carlton side, mm. oh um, and, and he needs to be dropped. Oh well, where do you and, start and, with Walker? I mean, I know he's had an interrupted preseason. But he just doesn't. He just it's looks lost out there. Bad decisions too, and preseason fitness doesn't help your decision making. Yeah. Well. Well, why is he back down? Why is he down back again? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe no Yaren. Make him another target. No Yaren, no burn. They they need yeah. players down there who can run and carry. Oh. I guess. But... Yeah. If, but he I, hasn't I, been doing that. But, but yeah, he has who have we back. got up for? Jones. I mean, I mean, yeah, Menzel was. <laughs> Menzel's messing up forward. I mean, we, we're playing. We, we're sending Crips up there sometimes. Um, come on, you yeah. know, you just keep Crips in the midfield. I know he needs a bit of a spell, but you know, rest him on the bench, not up forward. Get get Walker up forward where he can do some damage, and if he turns it over, it's not going to be. It's not going to hurt us. I do see uh, upside though in resting Crips up forward because as a developing kid, um, it can give him a bit of goal sense. Yeah, yeah, and it would be a, a, um, an extra quiver in his bow, a bow in his quiver. Yeah, that so one. then when the ball, <laughs> no? as, 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 <laughs> as experience, ignore he, that. He develops more of uh, a goal sense <laughs> when the ball does drift forward as a midfielder. He can pick up a few of those goals for us. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Fife does a great job of of taking um, yeah, the occasional mark example. in the forward fifty and kicking. Yeah, so yeah, you know, if he can, if he can example. have that um, skill to his game as well, it'd be great. So I, I don't really mind it too much, as long as we don't burn him out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but Walker can play as a specialist forward, yeah. um, and, and when the big guys aren't uh, aren't taking their marks, he can manufacture something because he's pretty good at uh, at ground level usually. So yeah, it feels um, like we're arguing though over where Walker should stand on the ground to not get possessions with the way he's playing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if no. it's zero up the back or zero up in the forward fifty. Yeah. No, I just think I, I just think I mean, two thousand eleven was uh, was his best year. Uh, still, it was a lot of our players' best year. Yeah, it's yeah, just so bad when you look down the, the player stats, and every time this happens, or every now and again when I look at through some player stats and they list them by year, you get to Walker, and you see the goals column. You know, there's like ten, nine, four, fifteen, and then 2011, fifty something, and then yeah. 2012, four. Like, why isn't he <laughs> kicking fifty something? Put him forward. Yeah. It's very, it's very frustrating. 
Hey, but before we move yep. on, I want to throw out one one more kudos as well to someone we didn't mention actually, um, who does get a bit of a um, a whipping on the board sometimes. Um, uh, oh, sh- what's his bloody name? <laughs> 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 um, it's uh, Ed, Ed Kerno. Ed Kerno um, had a very good had a very good game. Um, didn't burn the ball so bad. Got plenty of it himself. Kept um, uh, Rockliffe very quiet. Um, and whoever else he was playing on as well. So he did quite well. Definitely be in the votes for that game. So good work, Eddie. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. If your claim to fame is didn't burn the ball too, too bad. <laughs> well done, Ed. <laughs> and the other guy who happens to be playing on the team on the bottom of the ladder didn't get the ball too much. Either. <laughs> All right, when you put it like that, yeah. Well done, Ed. <laughs> Can I ask something? Murphy and Gibbs. Are they injured? I've heard round the trucks that Murphy's still got that knee thing. Yeah, and the two of them, one disposal each in the last quarter. That is just terrible leadership. I'm sorry, but... Look, okay, everybody was screaming for us to play the kids. See, season's over, we're going to rebuild, play the kids. Uh, yep. We play a lot of kids, and and, uh, and then what we see is oh, half the kids are shit, don't play oh. the kids. So, I mean, <laughs> what is, guy, people I'm out I'm there, make up your bloody minds, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Can we play the kids? Pick an argument and stick to it. Can we play the kids and make them good? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Nick Graham started a sub again. Uh, He needs to start on the ground every week. Yeah. Yeah, showed a bit bit of aggression when he came on. I know he was fresh and everything like that, but gee, you know, he's been knocking down the door in the VFL. We keep promoting players who haven't been knocking down the door in the VFL, so not earning their call up, uh, just to to sort of shuffle the deck chairs on the Titanic a little bit. And Graham actually earned his spot. And 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 he's a mature body, and he gets to be sub. I mean, and he's he's not a he's not a quick guy. He's going to come on and make a difference and you know sneak goals and stuff like that. He's a workhorse, and probably um, should have got a game maybe maybe ahead of Wiley on form. I guess, but um, I don't want to single out Wiley. I, I I don't think I think Wiley should be in the guts. He should be in an under. He shouldn't. He sh- I, I know they're trying to teach him something, but. They're all they're going to teach him is how to uh, destroy his own confidence by, with he, he's been taken apart by Dane Beams and uh, Scott Pendlebury the week before. Um, it's it's not not a great start for him, and uh, he, he'd probably like to be, you know, maybe going after his own balls and sort of giving he's away free kicks slow. to those guys. He's well, slow. yeah, no, but it, but. But he, while are we talking about? But oh, he's, yeah, he, I wasn't sure if you. Yeah, he, he's an in, he's an in and under, and uh, I, I think he'll I think he'll come good. But he needs to be able to play his own game. Um, yeah, we're just playing. We just, gee, how many how many players did we tag against the the, the <laughs> bottom team? And we and we and we put four or five tags on. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to pregame pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, 4.35pm at Etihad, Carlton take on the might of Greater Western Sydney Giants. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Guys, possible, possible ins? Yeah, save me here. Throw, throw me a bone. Simo, Menzel, um, who else? Let's Is see. Menzel, Watson. Is Yaron back? 
Yaron's got to be yeah, going. Yeah, Yaron. 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 Who goes out? Just take a pick. <laughs> Jamison might be back. Mighty. Yeah. Jamison's ah, chance. Awesome. I was going to say, Wait. if Jamison's not back and it's Roe and um, Jack's back there again, I hope everyone got their tickets for the Jeremy Cameron show. How many, uh, speaking of them, the GWS, they play with the, is it the two tall setup? McCarthy and, uh, not McCarthy, sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, twin tower setup. Yeah, so I I don't see us necessarily bringing in a third tall defender. So if Jamison is good to go and comes back in, then I I, I dare say Jack will get dropped for him, or maybe perhaps sent forward if we're starting to Jack needs wisdom. to be played with Jamison. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with someone experienced like Jamison, even if even if he's um like a bit taller than his direct opponent, like not the perfect matchup, he needs to be learning those sort of defending things. Even yeah. if even one of them goes loose, you just you, Jax needs to be playing with someone experienced like Jamison. Yeah, I agree. We need we need okay. a little bit of coverage. <clears throat> what about Cruiser? Do they let him run around in the VFL again? Yeah, he played yes. um, most of the game. I think he yeah. came off halfway through the last quarter, and he had a decent game. So he might come in. No, um, I, I, I I wouldn't bring him in, but yeah. just for change. No rush. Yeah, if they want to make changes yeah. for the sake of changes, they might bring him in. Otherwise, he's playing VFL again this week. For this game, I wouldn't mind seeing Wiley dropped. I like I like to see a young player who comes in sort of get two or three games at least, but after not having such he a great start. To, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think he's he's had a taste. He needs to go back down, give someone else a go and work on what he needs to work on at BFL level. Yeah, and yeah. a little good way to put that's what you wanted to say. Yeah, same as same as Smith actually, unless they're pretty confident that he can run out a full game again. because um, we know fitness is a bit of an issue for him. Then I'd be happy to see him come out to, to bring in uh, Menzel and, and sort of Yaren as well. Um, the other one that I'd like to see in is Watson. Um, I wouldn't mind having Watson, Kaz, and Jones in the forward line. See how that works. Who is getting it, get the job on Cameron? Yeah, hopefully Jamison's back. Yeah. If not, Rose's going to have to take it because Henderson's oh. not in. Yeah, no ball enough. Well, we don't really have another choice. Yeah, and it all comes um, down to the midfield pressure. I think we put them on if we. Yeah, if we can... that, that too. We need to we need to step, make sure he doesn't get as good delivery. Yeah. But um, Cameron's quite quite good as well. But he's not as um, athletic as Nick Rewalt, mm. and we've seen Jamison not keep up with Nick Rewalt the whole time. But he gives him space when he knows he can give him space. That sort of footy smarts we don't have anyone defending at the moment. But if Rowe knew how to do that, he could take Cameron as well. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. Yeah. Look, I, I think for sure we'll have four changes this week, uh, at least. I'd, I'd say Jamison, Menzel, Yaron and Simo would probably be the ones that we're looking at. And uh, and uh, unfortunately, it's going to be four younger guys that are probably going to make way and that's going to upset the same people that wanted them in and then wanted them out. So, <laughs> Everyone's I, I, unhappy. I, I, well, it, it, it's, it's, it's this old Mother Hubbard thing that we've got going because the cupboard's bare and people keep thinking we're going to pluck somebody from the VFL that doesn't exist. <laughs> Dylan Buckley was dragged um, before three quarter time. Yeah, don't drop him. He needs he needs yeah. to get back into it. Him getting subbed off was completely fair enough. I mean, he it was. Yeah, but but, but I agree that we need to give him more time. We need to get him on the ground yeah. more. We know he what is, he can do. Yeah, look, he's he's one that's prepared to take the game on, and that sort of game. If you're not getting people that are actually supporting him and uh, running for him and providing the options, um, yeah. he, he'll do a not... world of good with Yaron back in. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Anybody game to make a prediction? I reckon GWS by 33, Jeremy Cameron to kick nine because his best is seven so far in a game. I was going to say Jeremy Cameron by three goals. Yeah. 
Jer- Jeremy Cameron will defeat Carlton 9 to, yep. what's that, 56 to yeah. <laughs> Carlton, like... It's like 8-1 you know, or something. 8-3, yeah. <laughs> I, you guys are depressing me, bugger the predictions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, leave it there? Yeah. 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 All right, folks, uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Bluebell. Good to have you back again. Thank you, guys. Hopefully we can put a better performance forward next week, but we'll see. Yeah, Liam Jones sends his regards. Happy dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if you'll have me back next time. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you as always, Shandor. No worries. Catch you all later. See you guys. Bye.